tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Okay, yes, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. Joining me, as always, is the Mexican drink, the giraffe king, the man, the myth, the legend, Xavier Guerrero. How's it going? How are you, dude? Why'd you, why'd you slow jams me right there? I, don't know, I always well, do hey, that. How's it going? Yeah, thanks for calling into Hot Hits <laughs> 100. We do the top 100 hits on the board today. You're, you're slick, brother. It's you're working it. It's the Drake talk. Yeah, what's it is up? the Drake Talk. Is that your style? Yeah, what's up? What's up, girl? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, eating a protein bar because he's not getting enough protein. Uh, Johnny Woodard, everybody. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Some great stuff going on, guys. A lot of you guys have been asking me, how come you don't tell me enough about the Patreon? The Patreon is on fire. And I'm, I, you know, dude, I've decided I'm also going to start doing a... Johnny and I have been talking about a, a, a daily show. But I'm going to start doing it at for sure. Just a quick 30-minute, almost every day, going through the Reddit and just being like, what's in conspiracies? By the way, Reddit is trying to kill that conspiracy fucking thread. That They're trying to kill it. They won't list it. It's like nuts. But So uh, go to Patreon.com. I don't know if I'm going to do it every day, but I'm working on it. There's almost two to three hours of content there every week or at least every other week. If you can't get enough of this one, there's more there. We're doing conspiracies now. It's more fun on the Patreon. This is serious. You guys get so serious on this show. That's more loosey-goosey fun from uh, Conspiracies Now to On the Record to uh, just me. Uh, cute Fun Day Sundays, AMA, Ask Me Anything. That's everything. And then the t-shirts. What a great way to support the show. So um, if you want to support the Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash tinfoilhat. Uh, if you want to buy a t-shirt, it's a great way to represent your tribe. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com and grab a shirt. Everybody's, dude, we sold out of shirts in uh, La Jolla. I couldn't believe it. Oh, dude. yeah? Yeah, I Gondos? sold all of them. That's what's up. I saw somebody buy, buying posters. Everybody's buying posters. Everyone's buying everything. Signed. Yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing, dude. So we're doing great here. Uh, 2019 was a wonderful year. It was a wonderful year. It was a good year. The show grew like a mofo. And I'm telling you, 2020 is going to be even bigger. Uh, bigger guests, better guests. No, great. We had great guests in 2019. But this, I feel like we're going to be doing some pretty amazing thing as we get an understanding of what the studio can bring us. Uh, we have, you know, I mean, we got one more uh, month. And then it's probably about three more weeks of shows in 2019. We'll take some time off at the end because... You know, we just need a little recharge. 
and then we're going to get back into it. We're going to be doing a lot more multiple dimension stuff, a lot more uh, uh, stuff about uh, the occult. I want to get deep into it. What about ghosts? For sure ghosts. I love ghosts. What about UFOs? Yeah. Uh, UFOs for sure. Flat Earth. We're not giving up on Flat Earth. We're never going to give up on Flat Earth. <laughs> I love that the guy the other day was like, fuck Flat Earth, it's a possibility. I love it. When you meet somebody who's like, I can't say it's not real, I love that. Because that means that guy's living dangerous and probably doesn't have a lot of friends. You know? Those because people don't when wear you, condoms. You know? Well, yeah, when flat, flat Earth people only have friends who are Flat Earth people, right? You can't really have... Uh, there isn't a, I wonder if there's a Facebook... Flat Earth group. There probably oh, is. Yeah. And then it gets taken down every other word. But I love the Flat Earth people just like I love everybody, dude. All are welcome into the Chamber of Truth. Uh, we have a, uh, a young internet s- guru, okay? Like uh, the, the people are talking. They're always like, get this guy on. He spits the truth. He's a young Christian warrior. He knows everything straight out of the old Buckeye State. I don't know if he wanted me to give away his location, but I did. You know why? Because he's doing the Lord's work and he's got nothing to worry about, okay? Uh, he's a man. He's a myth. He's a legend. Please welcome Nick Hilton, everybody. How are you, bud? Sam. It's Hinton. Hinton? Please welcome <laughs> yeah. Sam. Thanks. Nick Hinton. What did I say? Hilton? Hinton. Yeah, like the hotel. Thank you for having me, though, man. I'm excited to be here. So we'll edit that part out. Johnny, edit it out. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get right on that. In real time. What's that at? Five minutes? Real time? Please welcome Nick Hinton, everybody. Bam! And then we'll edit that out. And now... Thank you for having me. Dude, how are you, buddy? It's a Thanksgiving Day break for you and your... Uh, your, your, your Siddhartha type journey to learn the truth in the world. Uh, we were supposed to do this last week, but the powers that be, the lizard people, the archons, whoever they may be, try to stop us from dropping knowledge on these unsuspecting fools. Well, we're back. And uh, it's almost like there's a rule on this show that if you're a guest Skyping from home, you have to have an assortment of books behind you. <laughs> I didn't know that. That was a theme, but yeah. I refuse it. I haven't don't, read any of those. You don't? You, are those grandma's books? Why are, the, why are those books no, there? No. <laughs> I just buy lots of books and then procrastinate reading. I, I respect that. I just like the books there so I can act like I know what I'm saying. You know? Nick, yeah. who are you, Nick? Who is this Nick Hinton that everybody's been talking about? Not this Nick Hilton that's a piece of shit. That guy's an <laughs> asshole. But who, who are you, dude? Dude, everyone asks me that question on podcasts, and I don't really know how to answer it. I just say that I'm a thinker and an artist, and that's basically it. I'm just looking for the truth, and this is kind of always what I wanted to do, which is be someone that gets to have a message that the world hears. That's all I've ever wanted to do. How long have you been in the the truth community? When did you realize that you you had a thirst for knowledge that you wanted to go deeper, and that you wanted to share what you wanted to fu- what you found, because I think there's a lot of people who like to study this stuff, and some of them get you know don't want to go out there and shout because they're afraid of letting everybody know what they believe in, and uh, and how do you keep your sanity? Because I feel that you know the big thing within the truth community is finding all this knowledge, this evidence, and then realize nobody's doing anything to stop it. That could drive you crazy. Nick, where, where did this, your journey start? <clears throat> um, it started like 10 years ago. And 
it was when I was like a freshman in high school and well a little bit before that but I've just always been interested in like science and stuff like that and I was always watching like the history channel at home and stuff and that kind of got me started on the whole thing because the history channel always had the shows about Nazis and stuff so I was always like looking into like the Nazi conspiracies about aliens and UFOs and stuff like that but I never really believed it I just thought it was like a fun thing to to read about and then you know, one thing led to another, and I fell down the 9-11 rabbit hole at a young age, and I fell down the zeitgeist rabbit hole. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Hell and yeah. then one day, my friend showed me the Denver airport conspiracy, and that just, that was where it all took off. I just became obsessed, and I never really stopped. So there was, like, little things along the way. And I, I, kind of, I grew up, like I said, I was obsessed with science, so I grew up like an atheist, and I thought everything in the Bible was like a fairy tale. But then when you see the full picture, it's like, there's definitely a mystical side to all this. Wow. So you, you were an atheist and then you, through your studies, you realize that there might be something to the Bible, that there's stories in the Bible, like whether they're real or fake, but there's something to it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's something to it. I can't say for sure. hundred percent, you know, whether Jesus is an allegory or an actual person, but I still, the message resonates with me. What do you? Uh, we did a. Uh, we've done uh, some podcasts with a friend of show Jeffrey Daltrey, and he's uh, he stated that there are missing chapters to the Bible or the the Christian holy books, and that basically one of them is that uh, you know aliens came and abducted uh, the Virgin Mary and uh, basically inseminator through uh, I don't know what other term to use other than a Pornhub term called uh, run a train and uh, <laughs> I, I, and people really get offended by that but I'm like that's a great story dude I mean talk about coming from a hard spot and just like rising up to be like this incredible person in the world and I'm not trying to I talk about it on stage and everybody gets like oh I'm like dude why don't you like history like are, <laughs> uh, are those the part of the stories that you like to hear or like uh, or, or what are you talking about when you say like the Bible is a mystic <laughs> um I, okay, so when you look at the structure of the world and like just the way things are run, like I definitely agree that there are principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places that we're up against. And to me, the only thing that makes sense, the only way to fight that is through good. So we're facing something evil. And so to me, the only that's the only logical solution is, you know, God, I feel like is the only thing big enough to stop something like that. I always think that like we you fall into one of three different categories when you believe what what we live on what this world that we live in and it's uh obviously the one is that uh, i might add a fourth uh we live in a ball we live in a ball that turns uh 17,000 miles an hour and hurls through space at a certain time in this perfect you know uh in not a perfect circle but an ellipse around the sun and it all just perfectly works around and johnny you look like you're part of that group would you say that's part of your group <laughs> no okay wow we're gonna guess it oh, shit. i think the next one is like an offshoot of that which is 
maybe all of it we're in this ball turns around but we came from aliens uh that came and created us to mine the gold and then they made Anunnaki. Anunnaki, and then they came they made the lizard people mm -hmm. and that's why all the elites are uh, um are uh, related and that's why they never ever like you know i mean prince andrew is found to be a part of a giant child sex trafficking ring and uh Basically, the, the worst thing that happened is he has to move out of his mom's house. Is that like, that's kind of where that is at, right? And then another one is that we uh, live on a flat earth and that this is a very uh, special thing, almost like a Petri dish, that we're part of this bigger thing. And there's this ice wall around us. And, uh, you know, and that maybe there's something on That's the other true. side. Yeah, okay. Simulation but, is the one. And then the last. Hey, can I get to? I'm, I'm doing presentations right here. That's it's me, just, though. You put me in the wrong one. Okay, but dude. That's, that's Sam's favorite simulation. That's his favorite. Hey, hey, real quick. <laughs> Flat Earth and simulation aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah, I know. They could be, though. Uh, oh, I guess it could be. That could be. Or oh, in the last one. That, that the guy who doesn't understand uh, timing and presentation. No, that's why I did that. Okay. It's <laughs> uh, a segue. Okay. So the last one is simulation. Now, I try to find a way to put them all together. So maybe that makes sense. Obviously, it can't be flat earth and a ball hurtling through space. But maybe it's a holodeck. I don't know. W what camp do you fall under, Nick? Yeah, I fall under the simulation camp, too. And I kind of think it's more like a realm. You know, if perception create well, I personally believe that all of reality takes place in the mind and it's all consciousness. And so if perception and the mind create reality, you know, it could be one or the other. I really don't know. But I think it's more like a realm than anything. It's not a planet or a plane. It's just an experience. It's a place where we go, a dimension where we go to experience things. Are we always in this realm? Is this realm always around us? Yeah, I personally believe that uh, we haven't like switched over to any different worlds or anything like that. I, I believe we've always been in this like simulation thing like that. I, I align a lot with the Gnostics and the ancient Gnostics talked about um, they called reality or at least the human mind's capability to perceive reality. They called it Hull or Hal, H-A-L. And if you remember in 2001 Space Odyssey, um, you know, how was the AI in, in the ship? And I think uh, Stanley Kubrick was like a genius. And I think what he was trying to portray was like the simulated nature of reality. And yeah, and how literally means in, it's like a Coptic word that means uh, virtual reality. Unbelievable, dude. And I believe, did you guys see how the Russians are now putting VR goggles on cows now? Like that. No Welcome way. to 2019. <laughs> For dude. what? They're putting fucking VR goggles on cows. On cows. Why were they doing that? Because they they're trying to give them this reality in which they produce more more milk. Oh, so like they're not in a big field full of shit. They're I don't in know. like on like I've a, never <laughs> wore that. On a, wore them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a picture. Yeah. Of some fucking dumbass cow. Yeah. This <laughs> cow's like, goggles. what the fuck is... I love know? his headline. Yeah. Someone is putting VR headsets on cows, and we want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's so crazy. It is Moscow. Uh, it's in Moscow. You're right. uh, you know, as I do this show, Nick, I start to learn that they're, like, the reality that we live in is so much more interesting, <laughs> you know, and that... You know, our, our, our view of space is solely through this one th group 
which is NASA, right? NASA tells us what space looks like, what space is about, you know. Uh, I, so, so you're like, okay, if there's so much more going on in the world, right? Why, uh, why wouldn't we know about? Well, I go, well, our our, ver- our 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 belief in what space is is completely controlled by this one group of people, right? So, why wouldn't everything else? Why wouldn't everything else? be completely and utterly controlled like outside of uh what we're experiencing right here in this moment right which is you on the television johnny uh on the ones and twos mexican drake trying to stay awake i mean we have a bunch of things going on right that like outside of this all we know is what is coming through our computer like what's happening in russia right now right i only know that based on what these news outlets are telling me. So when I, like, my time I went to China, right? And everyone's like, oh, dude, I hear China. It's awful. They come. They, they arrest you. I'm like, it's not even close to that. You know, when you go to Mexico, I don't know when the last time you were, were in Mexico. But, like, what they say Mexico is well, going on It's a Me- shit show, but it's not. And you go there, like, this isn't they're, that bad. They're happy as fuck. Tacos are cheap. Beer's cheap. Yeah. Women, I mean, Would you prostitution's agree? legal. Yeah. So, I mean, like... All this stuff, when you're talking about the realm, it could easily be true. But the powers that be that control what we believe is outside of our our personal eyesight has told us, oh, no, it's a uh, we're, we're on space and the sun's over there and we're going around. And we take that, you know, and Alex Jones is like, I love Alex Jones. I did a show. He's like, I used to look through a telescope and I would see the moon and the star and I would see the, the moons going around you. I'm like, I, I, I've looked through stuff. I still don't see any of that. The little telescopes, those lame yeah. ones from Big Five? Yeah, I mean, no. like, unless, I mean, his dad was intelligence. He's part of the Burke Society and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, maybe they got a different telescope we don't know about. But So my point is, like, the realm. It's definitely, what happens in the realm, in your idea, in your belief, Nick? I'm sure I'm going to be like, Sam, shut up and let him talk. I'm just trying to set <laughs> stages here. I'm trying to set, you know, the ambiance in the interview. Uh, what do you what do you think goes on, Nick? Um, I kind of believe in the idea of consensus reality, which was like I'm pretty sure popularized by Philip K. Dick. He said basically our collective beliefs is what shapes the reality that we live in, just the way that your own beliefs shape your own personal world. So all the subjective world, you know, they kind of collaborate and create a giant collective. And so I think that's why they're so obsessed with controlling our thoughts. You know, they spend you know, so much money every year studying psychology and subliminal messaging and, you know, everything like that. And it's like, why? Why else would they be trying to control our minds? It's very interesting, too, because, like, whatever you believe becomes your reality, right? Like, again, we look around, there's, like, certain things going, there's a thousand things that are going on, but what we, what we focus on becomes what we believe. And that's why when they tell you, pray, prayer is no different than when you sit down and write down, everything your goals in life exactly your whatever you whoever runs this thing the this simulation when you ask for something within within reason it happens you know and and what you perceive becomes your reality and i i 100 believe in that what the energy you put out is the energy you get back you hear it all the time 
You know, when someone's got bad energy, bad things happen. When someone always is looking like shit's going to go negative, guess what happens? It goes negative. Guess what they say alcohol is? A depressant. If you're drinking alcohol all the time, guess what? You start to get depressed all right. the time. And it just it because and people can get lost in that shit, dude. And they don't realize it's there's like a bigger word. It's like the placebo effect. Like when people start thinking yeah. that they yeah. that they're cured, sometimes it goes away. Yeah. It sounds weird, but I mean, just think about it. It's gone. Saying it happens. Some people they call them miracles. Even doctors like I don't know how this guy's cancer left them, and yeah. we don't know where to start. But I mean, he probably was just like fuck this. I don't want it in here no more, and For it just sure. fucking disappears. For sure. But all we know, dude, is that there's so much more. To this world and that these ancient uh civilizations had a very had a much stronger understanding of what was going on in the world and over time this very powerful group of people and that's what i was trying to get back to this very powerful group of people control what our reality is and these people yeah. only believe that this reality you know it's like i had a i'm about to upload this uh, woman who uh, got banned off of Amazon for selling offensive Korans, you know, and um, she was talking about how like she didn't want to believe in certain things like ghosts, right? Because uh, the laws of physics can't explain ghosts. And I go, well, what if the laws of physics were made so you couldn't explain ghosts? That there's more to this realm and this world that's out there that they don't want you to know. So they created these rules so that you can't uh, do this stuff. Like almost in sports, like there's certain things you do that's amazing, but they made these rules so you can't do those certain things because it doesn't fit within the rules that they want. What's your thoughts on that, Nick? No, yeah, I agree. I think science is almost like a religion for atheists because, you know, there's all these complex equations. They're like, well, that's the laws of physics. Like, do you understand the math? Does anybody? And so that's something I always think about is like, we really don't even understand like why E equals MC square or whatever, you know, like I'm sure someone will comment and be like, Oh, I, I totally get it. But you know what I mean? Like it's a metaphor and like, we don't totally get all these, what all these crazy scientists are saying. Yeah. And just because they said it, it's a fact or it's true. You know, and then that goes back to the, to the realm thing though, because if a bunch of people believe something is true in a sense, it becomes true. What's that thing that guy said? If 51% of people believe the earth's flat, the earth's going to be flat. I, I, listen, dude, I, I totally agree with that. Like, nothing is set. Everything is a computer program. So if we all believe that, you know, so, I mean, like, if you go, well, if we all agree the, the sky is red, you know, would it turn red? Well, probably. No, we'd call it the red. We'd call it the we red. We would sky. call yeah, blue red. red. <laughs> If we if we all wanted to agree on that, but that to me is is why I believe that they do get us to fight with each other so much, right? Like why we fight over white and black, uh, legal, illegal, straight, gay, men, women, every blah 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 blah. We can just keep going forever, and like everybody just just bunkers into their group and doesn't want to see what the other side is doing, and that's so. And they we, both agree though. At the end of the day, if you get both of them together, they both agree they probably want a border. They probably are cool with some people coming over that are fucking smart. They actually don't want to hurt the, the country that aren't MS-13, yeah. just like guns. Well, I mean, good luck on getting anybody that. The, the problem is, it's like, like, you know, I ran into this weekend with a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name, but it's like, dude, every single point of view you have fits right in 
to the fucking mainstream media talking points. Like, you have to really wonder where are you getting your information? Like, because, like, what they've done to you is demonize if you get it from, like, uh, hangthebankers.com, right? If I go, hey, dude, you see the study? Uh, hangthebankers.com says, uh, oh, who's Hang the Bankers, dude? Oh, why? It's not ABC, NBC, or Fox, which has lied to you over and over again. And that's the consensus. Now, when you talk to your friends, Nick, um, what do they think? I mean, you got to be an anomaly among, or is Ohio a hotbed for alternative thoughts and conspiracy theorists? Um, no, I think I think we're all spread apart for some reason. You know, it's almost hard to find the like-minded individuals, but because of the internet, we're all finding each other, which I think is kind of strange and maybe a sign of the times, you know, maybe we are evolving into a new world and that's why this had to happen. So we could all find each other and, you know, create shows like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, my friends never wanted to hear it, but you know, now that all this stuff is happening, like, you know, getting on uh, podcasts and stuff like they want to hear all about the theories, but you know, it's probably partially superficial, but you know, I think also people are opening up their minds though. I think we are, entering a new age and you know there is an evolution of consciousness coming and that's why stuff like this is also spreading a lot more easier and i just like happen to be at the right place at the right time and saying the right thing you know we uh, on my other podcast we just had tom green uh and i did a wonderful interview uh, and a lot of people are, are and <laughs> nobody's heard it, but they're already talking about how great it is. Is that right, and, Tony? <laughs> is that right, and, Tony? <laughs> uh, uh, what, he was talking about how, um, you know, like he, he was doing podcasting before people did podcasting and like he was getting millions of people listening and then the fucking suits didn't understand they, well, they, He said the advertisers told him, we don't advertise on the internet. That's Just what think they about told him. that. Yeah. Just think about the world we're into right now, how, how far ahead he was and that's yeah. kind of what what my man nick here is talking about about how like right place right time this show is right place right time you know i mean i've always been into conspiracies i was reading chomsky in college you know and just really you know um conforming consent and all that stuff and you know then i would read about you know confessions of an of a, uh, economic hitman i read that later on but you know you read all these books but this is the first time that i'm you know in history we're able to create our own new show and put it out well and you know nick said something interesting because remember back then how exciting it used to be to find somebody else who was interested in those same things oh yeah and oh, yeah. like one person that you could just talk to about it. And now, because of the internet, you're connected to an entire community of people who have all the same interests and all the same knowledge. And maybe you can share a thing. It's, I mean, it's that. This is how money. interesting it is. Okay. Hot chicks go to these shows. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they have no reason to like they're, anything. They like woke dick. They like woke dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Now, do you have, uh, are there any, are the, what do the ladies in Ohio think about all the stuff you think about, Nick? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think girls are interested in this type of shit. All the girls are on that whole spiritual kick right now. That is so interesting, right? I want, Nick, I want to ask you before we get into some more stuff. It's like, you know, I've been having a lot of guests on, and the guests honestly go back and forth between whether Trump is a disruptor. Or is it theater as usual? 
Or is maybe Nick <clears throat> what Trump was meant to be got away? I, I, you know, you kind of brought it up earlier that maybe the internet got away from them. I think you said that, but you know, it's like, or did, is Trump just this um, this conduit for? Uh, and did I use that word correctly? Uh, kind of somewhat okay. conduit. Yeah, for um, change that maybe wasn't intended to be, and that. We all just kind of latched onto him when he was growing up against Hillary because we knew what she was so what she represented, and maybe he wasn't meant to be this much of a disruptor. But again, it got away from them to the point where, like, I feel like people in the in the woke community—I hate that term—but the uh, but I do love woke dick, though. <laughs> but uh, not I don't love it. I love having it. I, that's gonna be used against me at some point. But the point is like that. That I'm starting to see people are starting to get realizing that like, you know, Barr isn't might not be the guy we are hoping for him to be. Uh, you know, Trump just signed re-signed the Patriot Act. These are things that we kind of were, you know, it's like he has enough stuff to go after Hillary and he hasn't. But maybe we don't need him anymore. Maybe he just served his purpose. And we go on, what are your thoughts on Trump? Yeah, I'm not like a big Q guy. Or a big political guy. I think it's all, like you said, I think it is theater. I think, um, you know, all the world's a stage and maybe he's just a part of the script. I really don't know for sure. I can't say for sure. But my personal opinion is I don't put my faith in anything external at all. So I'm not going to focus all my energy on like what Trump's doing on the TV, if he's doing anything good or if he's doing anything bad. And I heard someone say something that I thought was really interesting. They're like, this time in history is kind of like... Um, an opportunity to do some shadow work collectively. Like, you know, Carl you Jung's idea of shadow work. work. What's what you, that? What do you mean by shadow work? Shadow work, uh, Carl Jung was a, you know, psychologist, and he said um, that, like, do, like, facing your own shadow is basically just, like, looking at all, like, becoming aware of all the most horrible parts about you. And, like, in order to actually become a full person, you have to dive deep into the depths of yourself. And so I think that this is like kind of a chance for the whole, at least for our country to do that on a large scale. You know, if you look at Trump and you see the world going to hell, you also, you know, you can look at it two ways. You can see it as the whole world's going to hell or you can be like, oh my God, the world's waking up. It literally is the apocalypse in a way because the apocalypse just means a great unveiling. And, you know, it's like the birthing pangs, you know, it's going to be, there's going to be some shit going on, but you know, that's what it takes to, you know, the old has to fall apart for the new to be built. So uh, one of the or original reasons I wanted to get you onto the show, bud, was that you did a wonderful thread on Twitter about did the world end in 2012? And uh, I, everyone's been talking about that. I get hit up all the time. Do a show on, do a show on. Uh, and I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to get Nick Hinton on. I don't want to book Nick Hilton. He's a fucking, he's a stuck up piece of shit. But Nick Hinton is a wonderful dude. And I want you know to know I can never edit that out now, right? Because you have you, to. You keep bringing it up. I can, but okay, it won't leave make it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. I'm going to be pinata. It's fine. But uh, what is this whole thought? Because like, at, you know, I'm much older than you, Nick, probably by, by two or three years, right? We're probably right in the same uh, age demographic. But, you know. As 2020 comes, I don't know about you, but I never thought about the year two, 2020. I always thought about the year 
2012. Like, I don't care what you, I mean, like, since like I can remember, I was like, dude, 2012, end of the world, end of the world. And then like we had this weird thing with like, remember, uh, Johnny, do you remember this? 1999 to 2000? Yeah, the first one. That was the first Y2K. Oh, yeah. People are going to freak out. I'm like, no, 2012 is when it's going to freak out. And now, you know, 2012, it came and. I mean, did we all die? I mean, like, Good. are we on some weird other path? This is how stupid it is. NASA literally has a whole segment where it says, "Beyond 2012, did why the world didn't end." Like, they're they're li like they have an article. They're literally talking about it. So it's kind of like how stupid. Why we, we would stupid. you yeah. think it sounds stupid? Yeah. Why, why XG and all the shit that you have heard on this show? No, I'm not saying. Would you think no. that that would be the stupid? No, thing? I'm not saying. I th no, I'm just saying they think it's so stupid. And the, when you talk about yeah. the world being over, you think it's stupid. But NASA's over here at least giving you an article about it. Yeah. Where they at least thought about it. Where uh, they're like, I don't know if that? NASA is the is any kind of a bearer of uh, any kind of truth ever. You know, so I wouldn't really. I actually, if NASA tells me not to believe in something, I tend to believe in something. So that's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, Nick, what what do you think? Well, the thing I thought was super weird about 2012 was, um, <clears throat> you know, the whole theory that I wrote about, which, once again, I don't know if it's, you know, 100% true or if it's true at all. But We um, would prefer that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, um the thing that was weird about that year is that 2012 was the year that the scientists at CERN discovered the Higgs boson or the God particle. And, you know, according to Stephen Hawking, you know, that could have caused what he called the catastrophic vacuum decay, which would literally destroy the entire universe. And then I'm pretty sure Neil deGrasse Tyson was worried about destroying the universe or creating a black hole or something like that as well. <clears throat> but yeah, so like after 2012, it does seem like shit just got weird. You know, like everything on the news just got awful you know i mean the world's still a relatively normal place if you're just walking down the street but you know according to the news the world's going to hell and uh yeah so and, and then, then the mandela effect started happening though around that time but i mean some people will say it was earlier but that's when i started to notice it a lot and so i thought that was weird and maybe you know the end of time had a different meaning maybe it was like the end of time as we know it like like linear time is just becoming more fluid what do you, uh, now you mentioned this particle? What is the name of that particle? And what do you know about this particle? Uh, it's the Higgs boson, and I know practically nothing because I'm not a physicist. But okay, but, <laughs> I did, but what I just little know, do you know about it? All I know is that they were uh, Stephen Hawking was saying that it could cause some type of fluctuation in the Higgs field, and I don't know the math or how that works, but that would somehow you know cause the universe to just kind of dissipate at like light speed. And so if that did happen, some people theorize that there's such thing called quantum immortality where our consciousnesses, like our collective consciousness, would just be switched over to the next most probable reality. Hence why we see little discrepancies in our timeline, such as like Chick-fil-A. I remember for all of my childhood it just being spelled like C-H-I-C, you know, because I remember complaining about it in my head like why would they spell it such a stupid way? But now it's C <laughs> but now it's C H I C K. And then the Fruit of the Loom logo also never had a cornucopia in the background. But like everyone, most people I talk to remember that. I do. Are you telling me it doesn't? It never did. Johnny, do you remember having the little like uh, fruits in the back? I remember it specifically being a cornucopia. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Or the bursting bears? Yeah. Or, oh, I mean, there's so much to this whole thing. Like the Berenstein Bears one. Actually, I remember it that way. I remember that being weird to me. But the others, all. How about uh, Queen? Good. You know, we are the champions at the end. They don't say of the world. Or Looney Tunes. And everybody yeah. sings it. Uh, you remember at the, of the world? Yeah, of course I do. They don't no say. No way. Dude. Are you sure it's not like a radio version and then no. a different yeah. edit, maybe? No. Because even though I can't stand him, that fat ass who does the late night show on CBS, <laughs> the British dude, you know, he does that really like idiocracy carb carb James Corden, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I call him fat ass. <laughs> uh he he did uh he does that um uh that carpool karaoke and he had all those people on and they were singing Queens and uh they go to sing at the end, and it's like, of the, and they all sing, of the world, and the song stopped. It's not, it didn't happen. It's like that Snow White one, too, the, the Mirror Mirror. Yeah. yeah I mean, the dude, there's thing. so many yeah, of those where it's yeah. like, uh, oh, you, or Sally Fields when she won the Oscar, you really love me, you really love me. Uh, <coughs> that, that, she didn't say that, but everybody everybody remembers that way and that's what i think it is dude i 100 percent nick believe we live in assimilation like it's so advanced so that that so basically when they did that that po that fucking science shit that means the uh, two times they fucking went together they uh, collided or whatever the okay. fuck and then I, guess I got an answer on the, okay, the okay. queen one yeah Okay, so in 77, it says the original album had We Are the Champions and then it faded out. And then on the greatest hits, which most of us after the 80s would have heard, they added Of the World to the end. So that's why. Oh, look at Johnny coming and ruining our fun. Oh. So we wanted to think there was more going on and you had to go there and yeah. do the Google, huh? Is that what you thought? The well, Google no, that one really world. bugged me, dude, because I knew I, like, I knew that one was in there. How about this? Is that it would... Sex in the City or Sex and the City? I think it's Sex and the City, right? Well, is it? I don't know. Yeah, see, I'll check it out. I don't even know. But what he called us. Oh, so why so well, is that a mental effect if neither one of us knows? Yeah. Uh, well, as it, what uh, what Mexican Drake re referred to as some science shit, right? Uh, <laughs> it was basically uh, they were colliding. You know, they were colliding particles at such a rate that they were seeing how one they wanted to see they could recreate the Big Bang theory because. Uh, the Big Bang Theory is just complete bullshit. <laughs> it, it may just think about what that is and who came up with that. It was a fucking Jesuit priest. Nothing against where we are right now. Uh, you know, it's just like a Jesuit Jesuit priest came up with the Big Bang Theory that just some combustion happened and the universe and it like okay priest guy like what happened? What was there before that? Does anyone know? I mean, that's like some L. Ron Hubbard shit. I think, that's uh, like he said. I think the easiest way to explain it is to reverse the question. Like, okay, well, so in philosophy, you know, there's the hard problem of like, how does mind create, or how does matter create mind? How does, how does matter create consciousness? How does like a bunch of random particles of dust and atoms and bullshit come together and create, you know, an intelligent consciousness that experiences life? But I think what happened was there was consciousness. Like I said, you know, mind creates reality. I think consciousness came first and then it imagined reality into existence. Because, you know, I can imagine a galaxy in my head, 
you know, with my imagination, if I close my eyes, but can a galaxy imagine a person or can some dust imagine a person? I think it's like really simple if you look at it that way. Well, also, it's just like, have you ever tried to think of eternity? Have uh, you ever tried that? Dude, that fucks. I do that sometimes while I'm falling asleep at night and it just, I can't go to sleep. Yeah, you it, ever hey, done that? Where quick, it's just, I'm going to fly in space before, before I get, for eternity. Before I get fucked on this. It was the live <laughs> version where Freddie Mercury sang it at the end. That was so the version we would have seen it like Live Aid or something like that. So you That's don't know, dog. No, I just confirmed it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, how do you know that wasn't a different reality? No, it could be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, sure. I'm open. I'm open-minded about that because that dude, the Fruit of the Loom one, just fucked my head real good because yeah. I, I wore tidy whities as a kid, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember seeing that damn logo every day. Yeah, so. it's crazy, yeah. right? It is crazy. And it's just like, those are little things. And so one of the first things I ever heard about CERN was that they were colliding particles and they got down to the smallest particle they could find. And it was a hexagram. Like that's like a straight up like fucking Satan fucking, oh, excuse yeah, me, not hexagram, I pentagram. It was down to a pentagram. Like how crazy is that? That's, that creeps me out, dude. And we had a guest on last time where they were talking about how uh, that CERN video where it looked like they were uh, sacrificing uh, uh, someone in the, in the and they played it off like, oh, it was just a joke. You're like, well, what else are you going to say? Yeah, some joke. Yeah, Yeah. How, how did they get there? If it's this important of a facility, how did they just sneak right in? Yeah. How, what, did, what did the custodian staff decide to do a, a fucking flash mob right there in the middle of the fucking courtyard? Hey, man, look, the janitors are now doing a, a funny sacrifice a woman to the pagan god fucking thing. Uh, so, I mean, like, dude, it doesn't make any sense. It makes right. no sense. And you know what they say about CERN? They say it's uh, supposedly built on top of the ancient temple of Apollo. And in the Bible, it talks about Apollyon being the god of the bottomless pit. Now, if they really do create a black hole, you know... That could be the bottomless pit. I hate that. <laughs> what Johnny is so afraid of dying. It's so funny. You're, what you're you're stoked about it, right? Well, no, I, but I don't scared. think death is the end. I mean, obviously, there's things in my life that uh, that I would like to be around for a while. So, but it's like, yeah, but you don't want to. If you could live like an extra 150 years you wouldn't do it right How, what what is my what am i physically built don't, like don't you want to <laughs> see what, what what tesla comes out with like 50 years the cyber truck dude imagine what it's gonna be like 25 years from now we yeah, but, that cyber truck yeah but dude i love it let's say johnny you johnny you can live for 150 years okay everybody you love including me okay uh -huh. <laughs> dies are you cool with that i'm not cool with it but i mean i'll miss you Okay. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna be old man. I'll make Gandalf. new. I'll make new friends. Yeah. You no. You'll be the creepy old guy. No one's gonna. What do you think? What are you talking about? People love old think? people, bro. Nick's Ohio bitches are gonna hang out with you. You think they're a bunch of Ohio twenty year olds hanging out with old men? Prostitution's gonna be legal. Women. People love talking to old people. Dude, you're gonna be the fucking vampire Twilight. You just gotta download your consciousness into a new body. Exactly. That's the thing that's gonna suck. What if that comes out the day after you die? They're like, the day after. You're like, dude, we're so close. Oh. It's like the last guy to die of, you They're know. They're like, uh, some guy's like, and with this button, cancer I bring eternal life. He hits it and someone well, says, hey, did you guys hear that comedian Tripoli just died? They're like, oh, What fuck. about that story I showed you this week about how they can put people into suspended animation now for like five minutes? Remember that? 
It used to, well, for like two hours, right? Yeah. You saw the story, right? We yeah. Talked about it. it used to be you had about five minutes once oxygen stopped going to your brain when you were in the ER and brain damage would happen and you would die. But now at UCLA, I think it was, they're doing this shit where they pump cold ice, like cold uh, saline yeah. in your veins. Yeah. And you have two hours now to repair like gunshot wounds and shit uh, like well, that. Are, are they going to offer that on Groupon? Like how yeah. are you, we going to afford that? Well, I don't, I don't think, I think it's like a pilot sort of program right now. Yeah, so it's for the rich go- people the gov- to No, I think the government. Ever. No, it's like gunshot. What rich Listen, people dude, do you know are coming in with gunshot wounds? All these things, dude, rich for, people yeah. die all the time. Not from gunshot wounds. They don't want to <laughs> die because they know they're going to come back as like a goat that gets fucked in the ass in some weird fucking porno because they treat to people like that. That's who wants to live forever. Wait, so you don't think they've rigged that I system agree. too? What? You don't think they've rigged that system too? The the karmic wheel? You don't think they found a way to play that game? No. Okay. No. Oh I think, shit, no. They, they might have. You think they, Nick, you're thinking they might be able to be like rigged the other side. That's what so all the, these sacrifices are about, right? There's got to be to something. I don't know. I don't know what they're sacrificing, but the but whole. they po- do. They know. There's a reason. You don't just sacrifice for no reason. Okay, here's a quick question. Uh, uh, in the Matrix, mm-hmm. when he becomes a movie, yeah, a movie, right? A good movie, love it. Okay, We're, this isn't Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, ninety-six <laughs> percent. There we go. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, you have the creator, right? Is he a real person? The creator? You remember that guy? That I can't remember. I th- uh, or is he a computer? Yeah, the architect. The architect. Yeah. Is he real now? I movie? think he. I think he represents the demiurge, which was in the Gnostic religion. He was like a flawed, kind of evil god, pretty much like Satan. But and is so he, he real? created the material world, a- kind of like really shittily. But is he one that is he a computer program like everybody else Neo deals with, or is he a real person in that? I, obviously, it's a mo- movie. Thank you, Johnny. But I am. We lost him, dude. We're getting too close. Dude, we're t- we got in the Matrix. We get too close, dude. Close the and these motherfuckers get scared. But it's like Johnny. Do you think he's real? As we wait for him to come back. That campus internet. Uh, and I can't. Re- well, I I think there's a, an answer to that, and I don't remember it though. I'd have to watch the movie again. It's been a while. All right. Why don't you? Such call a good him movie. Ninety nine was such a great year for movies. <laughs> Why don't you call him back? Nick is going to be pissed. Nick. We, we had problems with him last time. Yeah, it was yeah kinda, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's obviously on somebody's fucking list. Yeah, that's what him, happens when you spit truth. Him, Mexican Drake. It's dude, all real, it's dude. college internet. It's college it's internet. It's fucking free. It's like, unless you're on Pornhub, it doesn't like you to run. Although he said he was on break, right? So he might be at home. I think he is at home. He was talking about his grandma. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me just a second. So my point, Johnny, let's get back to it as you do that, is that, can you turn that down so they don't hear the submarine sounds? I like the submarine sounds. (laughs) Like, what are we, in a, uh, dude, look at me. I look good, though, dude. Do do you think I look fat, kind of fat, a little fat, somewhat fat? No, the sweater's looking good, that InfoWars sweater. Thank you. Oh, is that, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. I'll get you one next time. He's got great merch. I was supposed to be on it this week, and he decided not to have me on. What the fuck? Well, because you know why? Because I got my channel back so quickly. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, (laughs) if if Rogan could have waited a couple days, let me let me let me let me do a bunch of interviews first, and then bring it back. You know, that would have been great. They were even hitting me other like, "You want to do an interview?" I was like, "Go through Sanford." Hold on, (laughs) Uh, who Infowars? No, Jason. What if you had been on there and not him? (laughs) No, I would love that. No, Jason Burtis asked to do an interview with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have done it. 
Oh, yeah. No, he asked for you, and then he's like, if he's too busy, go you for it. And then, it, dude. like you said, all of a sudden it came back up, and no more text back, no more nothing. They're like, ooh, they got the channel back up. They're, they're cooking with gas. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Let me make sure this is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So let me get back to it. So my point, Johnny, with the whole um, Matrix is uh, like, do, do is the was- architect real? Johnny, thoughts? Yes, no? I don't remember. I think there's an answer that's in that world of the universe of the film, and I don't remember. So, th- but so I'm not gonna guess because I know there's a real answer. I think. I think he was. If you had to guess, I think he was the program almost. Like he was the. So so the, the program self actualizes, and that's Something how like it that. represents. I can't remember itself. though. So yeah. my point being, I, I, what do you think as you Google it real quick? What do you <laughs> think? I think he was like the the AI, like the Alexa, but just like a, a hologram. <laughs> he was, yeah. Hey, hey punto, I'm punto. fucking Alexa. Neo, <laughs> you're fucking a punto, dog. Uh, but what do you think? Well, my my point being with this rant is that rich. There's no rich people who survive. Everybody is just you're either a battery or you're a machine. There's no rich people. So what is my point behind that? It's like, I don't think in this realm, you can rig the next realm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's maybe. my opinion. I see you can't rig, if rig we, if we the next realm. If we were living realm. in the Matrix, then yeah, you would be right for sure. That, yeah, um, he's a fictional character in the Matrix. Well, I mean, they're all fictional characters. No, but like it actually like it says that. That he doesn't yeah. represent an actual yeah. person. Right, an AI or anything he, like he's an AI. He is he is the Matrix, uh, self actualized. That is the image they put out when he meets people. Okay, so Johnny, you believe in simulation? Yes, I mean I don't. It's not fleshed out, but I do because just there are so many people much smarter than I am in science that have seen patterns that make them think we're in a simulation. And yeah, so that that's enough to. You know, I mean, it's like so funny because you meet Alex Jones. I, 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 you met Alex Jones. Yeah. Be honest, dude. Don't just say what you think they want. We want to hear. Do you think he is compromised? No, I think uh, we were there, and he was dropping knowledge the whole time we were eating. I don't think that he is compromised. No. I do think that maybe either he's too he's scared to talk about it. I mean, like, dude, listen to me. If he was compromised, right? And you're like, okay, they just made him, they deplatformed him to make him bigger, right? Why is he still deplatformed? Like he's like I got brought back in two days. He got he's still gone. And they brought him back for a day and then he's back. Right? And they st- and, and then, then they got rid of him again. And then if you still upload uh, upload in- Infowars shit They'll take down your page Eventually once they start Getting some traction Yeah so They really don't want them on there So So What would What would be the point of I'm like dude I know I'm gonna get Destroyed on this But uh, Yes he His father was Birch The The Birch Society That's what it's called right? The John Birch Society? Yeah the John yeah. Birch Society And he talks about that And he talks about How he was contacted by Um Um you know, like intelligence. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying, listen, it's like what we talked about the other day, you know, with the guy we're going to drop. We, we dropped last week about like, good luck. I'm finding clean money. Good luck. I'm finding somebody clean. It's just not possible. 
You know, I mean, like, if you hang out in Hollywood long enough, XG, you're going to rub shoulders and take a picture with somebody who ends up being shady as shit. It's a matter of time. If you go work at somewhere in L.A., eventually something's going to come out that that place is oh, shady as shit. Don't, don't they say that about you? That hotel you worked at? They're yeah. like, oh, dude, he worked there. He knew everything. I was like, dude, he was fucking moving cars around. Yeah, they weren't going to tell him anything. LA. Nick, what is going on? Dude, I don't know. It's Agent Smith in the Matrix, bro. Dude, we start talking <laughs> about that Matrix movie. Johnny, who could, I'm going to be honest with you, he's new to the show. He could be compromised. I mean, it's without doubt. To be fair, you've known me. It would have been a long game. Dude, uh, if that's I, if I'm the, dude, we hear about spies who, look, gone again. Gone again, gone Nick. Again. Man, this is crazy. And it's not on our end, right? I know. No, it can't be because our speed is, I mean, yeah, we're doing fine with bandwidth. God, they but, just don't but they play a long kid. game, though. Yeah, they I mean, like, dude, you hear st- didn't you hear a story about a, a spy who married a guy and had kids and all that stuff? Yeah, dude. Had and an entire like, life with the guy. Right? And she was, like, completely... Well, the Chinese con- are sending people, kids over to go to college. And no, just- dude. The craziest story is the gay... Is the, like, the cross-dressing Asian guy who, like, married this dude. I don't know that one. No, no look it up. Like, this guy... Dude, you know how much you got to love your country to take in the ass for 20 years? No. <laughs> I don't... That's... that's. I, I think... Right? That's like... like a, you get a song written about like, you for that. He's, every time he's getting big, he's like, God, I love my country. Oh, look. Hey, uh, uh, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up. Uh, uh, uh. You know, that's dedication. I don't know anyone who loved their country more than that guy. 20 years of fucking brown town, dude, all day, every day. Dude. Let's see if we can get Nick. We'll give it one more chance. If not, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I'm going to get yelled at that this is like, it's my fault. I, I'm trying, dude, we got so much to talk about. Simulation theory, AI, singularity. I tell you what, if, if we can't get video this time, we'll bring him in for audio only. That should be a lot easier. Yeah, just bring him for audio. They've seen if, if video fails this time, we'll do audio only. You hear that, Nick? If video fails this time, we're going to go. I'll call you we'll back on audio. We'll just go straight audio. audio. You, there, you there, Nick? All right. It says I have full bars right here. Yeah. I. I well, you know what, I dude? Don't, uh, don't even say the movie name because every time we say it, it goes away. Okay? So we're never going to mention that movie again. We're just going to be called the movie with Keanu. Okay, and they'll have okay. to guess which one. Uh, let's why we're here. Dude, here's the whole thing. I've been having uh, a I've been having a conversation again about Donald Trump and what he represents. And like and like the, the uh, people like, oh, it's theater, but I go, I don't know if this theater it it's so complex, this theater. Could this theater be by AI? I mean, if this is simulation and it's ran by who runs the who runs the simulation like dude there's no way there's no way this simulation is being ran or this this story that is trump is being ran by just regular even lizard people it's so complex i mean the game is such a long game and like at the end of the day the only thing that makes any sense to me is that they're just trying to just destroy everything and that so they control all the energy and that's how we get paid in energy and stuff like that like is it possible we're in a simulation ran by ai yeah i mean that's my that's what i think yeah um 
when I was talking about the Gnostic idea of the Demiurge, like the flawed God who created the material world, I think that is AI. I think uh, what that was was just an ancient way of saying the same thing. It was basically a form of consciousness that's kind of like devoid of empathy and parasitic in nature. It needs other life forms to control and harness energy from. And so I think that's all AI is, is just a new term for a very old thing. Basically, these archons who live off our energy and stuff like that. And, you know, when they talk, I mean, people don't realize, man, there's been a book called the uh, Tibetan Book of the Dead. We did an episode on it with our good friend Greg Carwood of the Higher Side Chats and just basically broke it down that, you know, when you do deep dives on it, it it's just like you die and basically everyone you love that's no longer here anymore kind of tries to guide you into the light. And you don't want to go into the light because then you get exactly. born. And then you basically you pick your parents based on you go into a room and there's a room full of people fucking. And you pick your parents based on their. While their, they're fucking? What, by their technique or something? Yeah, by that's what I'm technique. saying. Is it a doggy By style? their technique, dude. You're like, wow, that guy's really dropping hammer on her. That's I'm enjoying that style. And that's how. That Johnny, you saw you saw your parents go to pound town, and you go, "I want to be with that mayor." Okay, so that's what happened to me. Okay. Yeah, that's how that's how you're born, can dude. You, can you remember what position they were in? No, you can't recollect that. No, no, no. no. I guarantee my dad was do, doing doggy style. <laughs> Dude, that's just Nick is not enjoying this conversation. <laughs> the point is, is that uh, it's very big. And like when I look at what's going on with Trump, I go, there's something bigger going on. It can't just be business as usual. And everyone keeps telling me it's business as usual. But my instincts, which I've learned to trust, which tells me this is not business as usual. The pieces don't fit together the destruction of the mainstream media the, the destruction of the two-party system the the destruction of the protection of israel and what they do to the palestinians which we never got to never saw before because the only way we could get all the information was from the news and they protected now again you know that's not that all israelis are bad people we've seen marches against uh, uh, what the government's doing right now? We were, I was told it was a march against them having to join the military. That might be true, but it seemed to be a march against the government. We're seeing the the arrest of uh, Netanyahu, who I think is the Dick Cheney of the Middle East. And uh, but these are things that just don't make sense if if it's business as usual. Uh, the you know the destruction of the Paris. Uh, climate accord, the uh, the trade war with China. None of these are business as usual, in my opinion. Nick, what's your thoughts? Um, honestly, I think, like I said, all the world is stage. You know, it's the divine comedy. That's what Dante called it. And, um, so you know, in a play, you know, there's good guys and bad guys, and it just honestly, like I said, it depends on your perception. Because for some people, Trump's a huge asshole. For some people, he's saving the planet. I really don't know for sure. And honestly, like I've been saying, I don't trust any external thing. And, you know, that goes back to that Tibetan Buddhist thing. It's like when you, uh, you know, exit the world and you are, you, you want to avoid being reincarnated, but, you know, you follow those external illusions of like your parents and all that kind of stuff. So I think the way that they say to get out of that is to like go inwards, you know, you go, go into your heart or something like that. And that's how you escape the wheel. 
But yeah, so I don't trust anything that I see in the world 100%. It would be nice. It would be awesome if this, if you know, the country gets fixed. But I don't really know. When you say go into your heart and escape the wheel, what does that mean? What I, I understand that you're no longer part of the system, but where do you go? What is outside the wheel? One with the universe, you just become universal. You join AI. What do you do? In your yeah, I think I think you go back to source, and that's just becoming one with the you know the creator of everything. So I think that there was you know an all powerful loving creator, and that some shit went down. I'm not sure exactly how the story goes, but you know he created the demiurge. And the Demiurge tried to mimic heaven. And so he created his own version of heaven and it was not good. And that's where we're trapped in this, the simulated version of God's, you know, as above, so below. And don't the, the Gnostics talk about having like divine spark? Isn't that, isn't that a, a sort of a Gnostic thought about that humans all have like a spark from the divine and then it, it kind of yeah, returns we have to the a, source? Yeah, we have a divine spark of intelligence. What is that? And so the only way to escape the wheel, like according to them, is um, you know through gnosis, the secret knowledge. By the way, we should say that the the Gnostics were some of the most persecuted uh, early religious peoples. I mean, they were they were running for their lives. Yeah, the and Christians killed, killed yeah. them. Yeah, the Christians killed. You know, it's well, bad when the Christians are killing. <laughs> no, I mean, was, no, that's that. No, seems but like in the, in the early, the I mean, but this was back when the Christians were the ones mostly being killed, and it was like. The, the Gnostics were like hiding in caves. That's where they find all their texts, like stored in caves and, and, and places that nobody would look. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a fascinating study. Oh, I studied at a little college. Oh, so like the divine spark is the, uh, the, the God in each of us, the, the yeah. peace of God in each of us. And the key is to get back to God, to learn mm-hmm. lessons. And if you learn that, okay, now we're cooking with a little gas here, dude. Okay. So we're, so <laughs> now I'm starting to understand this because I was like, how do I get to that? How do I get to God? How do I, how do I do that? How do I, oh, Wait, so are you trying to find him under your chair? What yeah, are you doing trying, <laughs> it sucks when you're fat and old and your headphones wires fucked. But, um, so our goal is to learn as much here. This little piece of God gets put in each one of us, and we go on this Siddhartha-type journey where we try to learn stuff. Now, I also believe each one of us is a different kind of little program that th- this giant thing is running to see how this v- variable turns out, right? Like, oh, I'm going to make this guy the-, the world's tallest dude in the world, see how he lives. <laughs> I'm going to make this guy the funniest guy in the world. I'm going to make this woman the hottest woman ever, see how her life turns just to see uh, how every variable works out. Well, you know, there's actually... When early Christians were having debates about how it was possible for there to be sin and bad things in the world, uh, even in a, in a world that was created by God, you know, one of the thoughts was that Jesus or God imagined every possible outcome in this kind of simulation sort of situation. And then this world that we're in, this timeline, is the best of those possible outcomes. So it's interesting that you said that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why there are still bad things, but it's the best that could have possibly happened. Like, in Oh the my end. God. That's one mean? of the thoughts like, they, they used to, it's really interesting text. Like all these thought experiments that the Christians would do, especially like the church, the Catholic church, uh, they would really fight within them, within the church. Uh, what are you, what are you doing there? Well, the, the wires the, forever. Uh, but here's what I want to say is that, you know, when you talk about the persecution of the Gnostics, I mean, and divine knowledge, Nick, 
I mean, that's all that St. Patty's Day is about. You know, people get mad at blackface, and I understand what it represents. That's super tragic, right? But, I mean, like, every March, we dress up like fucking leprechauns and get shit-faced, and nobody knows why they're doing it. And the real energy... Hold on. The real reason is because... You know, St. Patrick was sent to get rid of the snakes. And guess what? There's no snakes in Ireland, okay? There's none. It's too cold. They can't live there, all right? So when they talk snakes, what are we talking? Serpent versus fucking eagle, okay? He was sent there to kill the pagans and to get rid of the pagans out of Ireland. So that's what Johnny's talking about, the, the old knowledge that we that that has been killed off and that's why i have my i have an open mind to flat earth because i know that we have been lied to forever and that they've taught us what is up is really down and that's why all this great knowledge that they've done whatever they can to hide it from us forever you know it's like when they talk about like Iraq and like why we go in Iraq everyone thinks it's oil but like okay weapons of mass destruction maybe that what Matt um, I mean look at where Ir- Iraq is look at where this right, place that we're bombing right I mean it's like fucking Mesopotamia yes, supposedly about- Saddam Hussein had a stargate yeah right like <laughs> I would that. much rather <laughs> want to live in the wild, world but- where there is a stargate then we went and slaughtered people, which I w- don't want even if we have a Stargate. But I'd rather think about there was a war over a Stargate than over fucking lying over to get oil. Because we export more oil than we take in from anywhere. We have so much oil in the United States. We have tons of oil. It's not about oil, okay? It's, it's Something's over there, and it's old knowledge. And that's my opinion. The, the ancient knowledge in which you speak of is our job is to learn the knowledge. We have a God spark in us, a fucking a divine spark. Like this is opening a lot of, like these are the episodes I love when you learn something I didn't know about. And that is the divine spark. Did you know anything about that? No, but I mean, if you're talking about a holiday that's fucking horrible, how about Thanksgiving? We just celebrated that. We, we haven't fucking, it was we haven't celebrated it yet. It, it's tomorrow. It's two days from now. Or oh, on this show. There you go. Point for XG. <laughs> XG won that one. I, I fucking I didn't see what you're doing. Like, can you cut that out? Write that. Cut that out. Thank you. I don't need any losses on this fucking show. Um, for sure. But yeah, Thanksgiving. It was a genocide. Chicken pox, and we celebrate it, and everyone goes shopping, and they don't even. We don't even give thanks no more. Everyone just wakes wakes around for twelve o'clock to go fucking bite. No, it's totally wrong. But what I find very interesting is like how we how we act like the Native Americans were just like I mean, I think the Native Americans were into some occult shit too. Pretty some fucking insane shit. Like when we did the whole thing about Skinwalker Ranch and all the dog people and like all that shit and all these ancient like I just think it's way deeper. I enjoy, I I would prefer a world where everything is just like you throw Twilight in with The Walking Dead, with the fucking Star Wars and the fucking, you know, time traveling <laughs> shit. Well, and I the mean, fu- I think that's what it is. I do too, Nick. 
God, I wish it was. I wish I was Nick's age with this knowledge. I would be banging everything that moves. <laughs> no, but you were saying that um, that Indians did creepy shit. I mean, aren't they kind of like Aztecs? And Aztecs sacrificed everything. They were just a little bit more to well, the to the south. Well, what Matt La- Lacroix talks about is how um, how uh, these these people like the Aztecs they tried to mimic what they saw in the and that these actual pyramids and all these ruins aren't Aztecs ruins. They're actually much older, and they tried to mimic what they saw and tried to use what they saw, and that that's why it became so like sacrificing to these people because they didn't know what they were doing. And they just start like making cargo cults, right? The, they're just trying to reproduce something that was way beyond their comprehension. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they they made this shit up, and everyone's like, "The Aztecs." It's like, no, nah, dude, they were just making shit up as they were going. Well, that's what dragons are. They say dragons were actually like spaceships. They just didn't know how to comprehend and say what a spaceship was. So they're like, "It's a bird that blows out fucking fire." Uh, that sounds like a spaceship. I'm down, dude. I am down to think we got inv- visited by fucking spaceships, and that's how we have fucking dragons, dragons dude. Yep. So, Nick, tell me a little bit about singularity, because I love this. Oh yeah. So. You know, if you look at the rate that technology is advancing these days, like we had Pong like 20 years ago, and now we have virtual reality. And so if it keeps moving at that rate, you know, eventually we're going to reach a point where the exponential curve of growth is just infinite. It's just sloping infinitely upward. And when we get to that point, you know, that'll probably be like we release AI and it advances itself so much. It's building on itself. We're not even touching it anymore. It'll be, you know, perfecting itself. And the world will just start changing at such an accelerated pace that we can't even keep up with it anymore. And time, in a sense, will become irrelevant because, you know, there'll be such huge advances every day that, you know, we'll, we'll just be lost. We won't even be able to recognize the world anymore. And then that might be the same point that we upload our consciousness into computers or have chips in our brain or whatever is this good is this bad nick is it can you tell do you know are you wait and see what do you think that is this moment of singularity so i personally wouldn't want to upload my conscience to a computer but if you know it could have already happened a long time ago this could be the cycle that happens over and over and over again you know and then when these times in history come along you know, the shifting of the age, it's almost like you have the chance to either ascend or go deeper into the illusion. There will be people who choose to upload their consciousness to a computer. Yeah, they're called Johnny and all the evil people. Hey, I have a, <laughs> I have, I have a question. Uh, a lot of that, the theory of, or at least the, the relative time that we would enter the singularity, the technological singularity, was based on this concept that processing power would continue to increase exponentially. But I think we're seeing that slow down a little bit now because we've reached the the limits of silicon and what we can do. You know, it's slowing down a little bit. What you're saying, well, technology? Now have, mm-hmm. Yeah. We now, we, but now we have now. quantum computing, right? Yeah. I, now I wonder, are, what do you do? You think that's the next step in this? Is it quantum computing, or do you think it's going to yeah. slow down a little bit and be a little bit later than maybe what guys like Ray Kurzweil thought? I mean, have you seen the the press conference with uh, Gordy Rose, the guy who created D-Wave? Uh, quantum computers. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of Yeah, scary. he literally says he's trying to summon the great old ones. Uh, that's Dude, that Lovecraft. scares me so much. What is your thoughts on the great old ones? 
I think they're the archons. Like I said, I, th I think the archons are AI. I think they're different forms of consciousness that we don't understand. What if, what if <laughs> Johnny, what if, the, what if we, what if like Super Mario is like us? We're just like a, a video player. We're like, well, there's a, Ryan Reynolds has a movie coming out about where he's like a, a non-player character, an NPC in a video game who, who attains consciousness. And like tries to, I don't, I, get, you, know, like you can out. imagine the plot from, the, yeah, I guess yeah. so. But yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah, that's entirely possible, I suppose. That, you know, well, you, you, you ever know? get that feeling that sometimes, and I know it's not true, but you ever get that sort of narcissistic feeling that you're kind of the only person oh, who yeah. might exist? You know, no, what I'm saying? when and I, well, I was young, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that young, like mid twenties. I used to, <laughs> I used to, I used to sit there going, like it's so interesting because like you would, like I would. Tr tour around doing stand-up right and i would go to a city and then it just seemed like they were at the same point when i left them right yeah and it's like them. what if it like i would be like what if they just freeze and they don't do anything and they wait till no. i come back or it's a tree if then, a tree falls in the woods does anybody hear it yeah, yeah. or does the simulation because that's you know that is a, a model in in computing for in, in increasing computer efficiency Everything that's not in the the player's vision that's not being rendered actively, you know, it's just it's not there. Right. It doesn't exist. So yeah, yeah so that's that how part the of the observer game. effect seems to seems to be working exactly in quantum physics. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Because uh, waveforms aren't collapsing into particles unless they're being measured. Which is fascinating. Uh, John Carmack, by the way, who's the, you know the guy who created Doom, he he said that he's going to now start working on AI, and and he and his son are in their free time are going to work on bringing uh, AI into the universe. This was just this week. Uh, yeah, and he's right. kind of a genius. So why, do, why doesn't anyone not like get a little nervous about that? Like, yeah. hey, yeah, we're just going to bring in AI. And like, I know every movie ever made about AI means we all get fucking wrecked. But I do. They're my days off, like on the weekends. When like at, once I'm eliminated from my fantasy football league, I'm gonna sit around and like maybe try to bring in the old ones, the archons who are gonna make us all suck their nuts for eternity. Right? I mean, like, like does like this? Is, listen, if there's women here listening to this show, all five of you, okay? All five hot ones. Though. All all smoke shows, smoke shows. okay? Uh, start having sex with nerds, please. Please get them laid. Yes. Because this, they get bored and they're angry and they want to burn this reality down because they can't get any ass. Because all they see you doing are in these fucking hip-hop videos at the nightclub banging fucking knuckle-draggers. And it gets them so late, so they want to bring the old ones to burn everything down, right? That's kind of what they're looking to do. They need a Tesla to get fucked. That's why they made it. That really is it. And look <laughs> at him, dude. It's like he was so desperate. He wanted to bring Amanda Heard, who just flamethrowed Johnny Depp's life. It's like, oh, you're so hot. Like, imagine that. Like, you, the chick was so hot. And you're like, oh, you just m murdered, uh, like, five guys, but you're so hot. She is, I, she is that hot. I mean, like, she's... If, even if you knew she had, like, a deadly illness that it was, like, one in ten chance, she would still get laid. Uh, oh yeah with a one and ten oh yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm disgusted by what you guys are talking about so <laughs> singularity you know, you know we're fucking right bro uh you know it so let's get into this final so singularity as we leave it is that what just the ai becomes self self real all technology blends what it what is the exact term of that let me look that up 
Let me look that up because I find that interesting as shit. Dude, you blew my mind today, bud. I'm uh, I was like, I'm really happy we were able to get this this connection to happen, dude. Uh, be, right, despite all the anomalies. The, a point at which a function takes infinite value, every, especially in space-time when matter is infinitely dense at the center. Oh, that's I, a black hole singularity. Yeah, yeah. I think in, in the technological term, it, 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 means, it means the uh, point beyond yeah, which we can't is. imagine what, what future is oh, going to be future like. point in time mm. where technology oh. growth becomes uncontrollable yeah. and irreversible, resulting in... Oh, it gets away from us. It's like reaching the event horizon of a black hole where you're... It's just gone. It's It's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. It's like if I went to a fucking... If I started going to school at Harvard, I would be like, nope, <laughs> God, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's good to know I'm here and I'm dumber than the fucking janitors here. So uh, <laughs> that's where we're at on that one. So that's so. I want to get in because I first heard about you for your next project and how incredibly crazy this whole thing is. Can you tell us about what Rondo Knotts is, dude? Uh, and I'm sure I butchered that, but let's be consistent at least, right? <laughs> it's uh, Rando Knotts because, Rando you know, it's like a, it's a Cosmo Knotts, kind of like that, like someone who explores the random. Okay. And uh, basically we have a... I didn't invent the technology. I just stumbled into this project through a series of like weird coincidences. But um, I got close with like all the people working on it. But um, so we use a quantum random number generator to create locations on a map. And you go visit those locations and people are experiencing some really weird synchronicities. And a lot of people that have found this project and written articles about it, um, they talk about how it's similar to like hacking the simulation or glitching the simulation. That's the metaphor they like to use. Um, Because if there really was some sort of AI controller of the simulation, you know, he wouldn't be able to predict quantum randomness because quantum randomness is truly random. You know, when you have a regular random number generator, um, you know, air pressure can affect it or like the last number it landed on. There's a bunch of little different things that makes it not truly random. But basically the whole goal of the project is to fight determinism, I guess. And determinism is just the philosophy that everything that's ever happened was kind of set in stone and planned that way. So are you saying, you are, sorry, are you saying people at those locations are seeing like what more novelty than, than they would otherwise? Yeah, is that, people are having very novel experiences, yeah. That's fascinating. Like, what do you mean by yeah, novel experiences, Johnny? Like a meaningful coincidence. Kind yeah. Of. Like any, any, almost things that you notice that are out of the ordinary and unique. Like, whoa. And you feel like maybe you're in the when you get that feeling that you're in the right place and, and the, the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, I do. The, where things are just like snapping and popping up. I got a college like degree. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's start me. Let's, let's start through the beginning of how this, how somebody would be able to enjoy this amazing project you're a part of. Um, just go to bot.randonauts.com and then, you share your location. We're not a part of the CIA. Um, some people get sketched out, but you just By share By the your way, location. when you say you're not a part of the CIA, that's assume <laughs> everyone assumes you are definitely a part of the CIA. Well, people blame me for being a Freemason for wearing this stupid 33 hat. Well, but I just like the number 33. Yeah, I mean, Larry Bird, Patrick Ewing. It's a magic number. Yeah, for Freemasons. <laughs> Go on. Speed of an LP. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, so... 
So, so yeah. basically, you go to this website and uh, uh, XG, XG's on it. Yeah, and then you share your location, and then you will, you know, press one of the commands. You know, you can you can choose from get a quantum point, or you can get an attractor point, or you can get a void point. And um, what's the difference point, between those? Yeah, a quantum point is a strictly a quantumly a randomly quant quantum random number. Nick, can you give or, us a URL for that? A web address? I'm pretty. We just launched it. Let me check for sure what it is. I'm pretty sure it's bot.randonauts.com. Maybe I'll do, uh, maybe on the Patreon I'll do XG's a couple. XG's trying to look it up. XG's gonna give it to you. He's gonna <laughs> give it to you. XG's gonna give it to you. It's probably Rando Knots N A U T S. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. U T S, right? Yeah, it's not A N D O N A U T S. Dot com. Dot com. Is that it? You got it? Nope. Can't find this shit. Hey, when you find your research guy on Craigslist, this is what you get. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I've got it right here. Perfect. You're dead to me. There we go. That's the website. And you put in your at your location? Yeah, that's that's the the homepage. You're not at the bot. Um you can just go to the Twitter. It's already one of the like very recent tweets. Yeah, there's the web bot. Right there. Press web bot. All right. Does that other telegram bot is that is that more secure? Um, there's not really a difference. It's just in the chat room. Oh, I see. Okay. All right, and then And then press the paper clip. All right. You don't want to dox yourself right here, do you? Yes, mm. please. Please don't. Okay. Don't dox yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't dox yourself. I'm not. I'm not. We're not what doing I that. tell yeah, you about you doxing know. yourself? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So here's what I need you guys to do. I want you guys to go check it out. And it takes you on a fantastic journey to find some somewhat random but magical moments, right? Is that how we would do it? And, the, and what's the feedback been? Oh, dude, people are, you know, they love it. There's a bunch of weird stuff happening. So our logo is an owl. And there's been a lot of people finding owls this week. You know, you can go to the Instagram. It's just the rando knots on Instagram. And there's a bunch of crazy pictures. And someone the other day, one of my favorite ones was someone found a reference to the simulation theory. Um, someone found, someone had wrote on a wall where it says, what is God's video game? Where did you get at funding their, at their for random this? Location. Where did um, you get we're still working on that. <laughs> you guys got a podcast too? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Very low that. budget podcast, but we're trying to get, you know, just people familiar with the ideas and the theories behind it all. Well, Nick, I loved you. Uh, after a crazy uh, 14 tries to get you on, we finally made it happen. And uh, I could have you on all the time, every time, dude. And uh, I fucking love what you do. And I'm a big fan. And I know you're thinking about moving out to SoCal. You want to go San Francisco? That's a little weird, but that's fine. <laughs> but if you ever come down to L.A., I want you to be part of our show, okay? <laughs> I want you yeah, come I down say, hang out. I would out. rather come do it in person because of all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless there's a What's glitch that? in the Matrix and we can't see you, but... Uh, I think we should, you should come down here and we should do a, a, 
a rondo knots little voyage with all of us. I'm down for that. All right, he's Nick Hinton, and uh, he's a G amongst G's. I want you and Grandma to have a great Thanksgiving, buddy. I uh, love your Grandma because my Grandma's not here anymore, both of them, and I'd love to have Thanksgiving with them. And uh, I know they're going to bring them out when those Archons try to get me back in that light, but I ain't going home, boy. Nope. Okay, this divine spark's here to rock. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick, you're the best. I hope you had a good time. I can't wait to hear about how I didn't let you talk. Uh, should be a good time in the comment section. Uh, you are the best. I appreciate you. Go Ohio. Uh, the Ohio ladies, you know you know what they say about Cleveland. It's the fucking home of rock and roll, and it's where all those fat bottom girls are. God bless them, okay? Nick, we appreciate you. Tap all the ash you can. You're a young Christian warrior, and we appreciate you. Johnny, thanks for jumping in. XG, thanks for jumping in. And we appreciate all you guys. Uh, Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, the holidays are coming up. We'll see you again soon. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.